2: Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today.
0: Did the Chargers just blow it against the Chiefs? What's next for Jacksonville after Urban Meyer? Plus, how do the Rams field a team with 25 players on the COVID list? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and the biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today.
2: Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story.
0: It's a story that has defined the LA Chargers going back to when they were the San Diego Chargers. They played extremely well in a big game and couldn't come away with the win. Joining me now from Locked On Chargers is David Drogermeyer. And David, this 34 to 28 loss to the Kansas City Chiefs is going to be explained by three trips inside the five-yard line with no points because Brandon Staley went for it on fourth down. How much criticism does he deserve for those
1: decisions? I mean, that's been who Brandon Staley has been all season long. He has always been aggressive on fourth downs. He has always made the decision to trust in his quarterback and trust in his offense. He truly believes that Justin Herbert is the best player on his team, and he wants to give him as many opportunities to go out there and convert and score points as he can, and that is ring true tonight. But when you go for it on fourth down that many times or just any times in general, you're going to be held accountable for the success or lack thereof of those plays, and that is definitely going to happen after this game. So how much does he deserve? He he deserves all of it because it's all always the head coach's call. It is the head coach's
0: call, but but are we playing the outcomes here? Because if you look at the, the analytics models, and I know some people are already rolling their eyes at me even just saying those words, but all three the, were supported by the numbers. Now, I think the one at the end of the half you could quibble with. I would have kicked the field goal there um, to go up seven instead of going forward on fourth with three seconds left in the half. But I, don't we have to have some appreciation for process over outcome here, or is this just an outcome driven business? And that's what it
3: is.
1: Well, of course it's always an outcome driven business, but I mean, the analytics play a key factor in how these coaches make their decisions. And Brandon Staley is definitely one of those coaches. He's a younger head coach. He truly believes in the analytics and more often than not, he's going to go with that, those analytics and a, a mixture of that in his gut. Like just, he's an aggressive minded coach. That's always who he's been, at least that's who he's shown us to be throughout his first year as a head coach. And you know, that's the thing about fourth downs. They love you if you convert them and they hate you. If you don't.
0: Yeah. They, they won the Browns game earlier this season because they converted a bunch of fourth downs. In fact, they've won a couple games this year because they were extremely aggressive on fourth down. And one of the touchdowns they scored was on fourth down. So you can't say, Oh, they should have kicked it. And then also say, Oh, gutsy call to go for it on fourth down there. Here's the problem for the Chargers. They are now 8 and 6. They had a chance to be in first place in the division. They're not going to be fighting just to get into the AFC playoff race. Handicap their chances for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, they have a pretty soft schedule, I would say remaining. They're going to have the Houston Texans coming up next here right after Christmas and then you got a couple of division games to close things out with against the Broncos and the Raiders and you know the the Broncos are tough because they got a good defense, but uh, I like the Chargers' chances. I think they have a very explosive offense, and they showed it tonight. The offense really wasn't the, the issue here; it was just the defense getting torched by Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. So, and I mean, not having Derwin James out there for for the majority of the game is it definitely hurt. There's no question about that. But um, I, I like the Chargers' chances to get a wild card spot. I, I think the the schedule sets up favorably for them. They just have to take care of business and win the games that they should win.
0: Thanks for making Locked On Today your first listen of the day. Coming up, what's next for Jacksonville after Urban Meyer?
2: Now, here's what you need to be locked on today.
0: The NFL and the NFL Players Association have negotiated changes to the league's COVID-19 protocols, effective immediately. All 32 NFL teams will be placed in intensive protocols until the conclusion of week 15. This means the re-imposition of mandatory mask wearing in team facilities, social distancing, grab and go meal service in team cafeterias, all virtual meetings, limits on the number of people allowed in weight rooms, and restrictions on activities outside the facility. Also effective immediately, the league and the NFLPA will institute changes in the return to play protocols that will make it easier for the players who are vaccinated and asymptomatic to return to practice and games. Under the previous protocols, a vaccinated individual who tests positive for COVID has to produce two negative tests 24 hours apart before being cleared to return. The new protocols relax that requirement and would enable teams such as the Browns, Rams, and Washington football team to get some players back for this weekend's games. The Tennessee Titans are trying to hold steady atop the AFC South. What is the biggest key for them as they face the Pittsburgh Steelers?
2: Tyler Rowland here, host of the Locked on Titans podcast, with your Tennessee Titans key to victory for a week 15 matchup on the road against the Pittsburgh Steelers. For the Titans, they have to improve in pass protection. The Titans gave up four sacks last week to Jacksonville. That brings their season total to 37 sacks allowed. That's the fifth most in the NFL after the Titans only allowed 24 sacks all of last season. The Titans have had a tough time on offense because they aren't able to pass the ball. They aren't able to take deep shots down the field because Ryan Tannehill simply does not have time to get those throws off and that makes the Titans a one-handed offense and without Derrick Henry in the backfield it puts them in a very difficult position to generate offense and against this Steelers defense it'll be even that much more difficult the Titans could see J.J. Watt and Cam Hayward on the other side of the ball so they will have to find a way and devise a plan to be better in pass protection or Ryan Tannehill is going to get battered again and that spells for the Titans as they take on a much better team than the Jacksonville Jaguars in the Pittsburgh Steelers. For more analysis, make sure you check out the Locked On Titans YouTube channel, check out the Locked On Titans podcast, and thank you for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day.
0: Bulls coach Billy Donovan said he is hopeful that the team would be cleared by the NBA to resume activities in the next few days, giving the Bills some practice time before they host the LA Lakers on Sunday night. The Bulls have not gathered as a team since Monday morning just before the league postponed their two games this week amid a COVID-19 outbreak that had landed 10 players in health and safety protocols. The team hasn't recorded any new cases of COVID-19 on the roster or coaching staff following the NBA's decision to postpone Tuesday's home game against the Detroit Pistons and Thursday's road game against the Toronto Raptors. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for coming up on betonline.ag, your number one spot for all your football action this season. Here's your look at the NFL this week. We have Saturday games. The Indianapolis Colts have a chance to prove something against the New England Patriots. The betonline.ag line for this game is Indy minus two and a half at home. We don't have any idea how Cleveland is going to have a team this weekend. They face the Las Vegas Raiders. The BetOnline.ag line for this game has the Raiders minus three and a half in Cleveland. And Urban Meyer is no longer at the helm for the Jaguars. But Jacksonville is still favored against Houston this weekend. The BetOnline.ag line for this game is Jacksonville giving five. I don't know how Jacksonville is giving five to anyone, even the Texans. For all your gambling needs, betonline.ag has you covered. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to get a 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON to get that bonus.
2: Here is another story you need to know.
0: I was going to try my best to make an urban planning joke about the Jacksonville Jaguars moving on from Urban Meyer, but I just, I just couldn't muster it for this. <laughs> so instead, I'll bring in my friend Tony Wiggins from, from Locked On Jaguars to walk us through what's next in Jacksonville. Tony, this is a 2-11 and 11 team that has what they believe to be the franchise quarterback, what I believe to be the franchise quarterback.
3: Where do they go from here? Well, where they go from here is what they're going to do is what teams do that make mistakes. They're going to get someone who is anti the mistake that they made. Right. I, I'll look for a calming influence. I'll look for a great communicator. I'll look for somebody who has a track record of developing quarterbacks. And uh, they're going to do everything they can to satisfy Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, did a, he, it, it's it's sad, man. It was almost like, you know, when you watch politics, you see, you see whenever there's a disaster, the guy that they run out there to calm things down. It's sad that that was a 21-year-old kid because every time he had a press conference, that's what he was doing instead of focusing on getting better. So uh, yesterday, he basically just said the drama has to stop. If we're ever going to improve, we can't keep uh, always being involved in some drama. And I think that was the line uh, in the sand that made Khan make a move.
0: The Urban Meyer move was meant to be, theoretically, a culture-building, a team-building exercise. Hey, this is a guy who's going to come in here and change what we do fundamentally they spent some money in free agency brought in some veteran guys but I don't think the expectations were, were that they were going to go to the playoffs in 2021 do the expectations change at all now that we've seen this team for a year heading into the off season I mean is is it going to change you how you think they're going to approach this this coaching hire and this
3: off season let me give you—you uh, you cover the Packers, I cover the Jags. If the Packers go nine and seven, heads are gonna roll. If they go ten and six, heads might roll still, right? If the Jaguars go seven and ten next year, this fan base, man, you gotta understand these are rabbit, These—they they love this team, mm-hmm. and they're And they are sick of being blamed for like when the team is bad. National people blame the city as if something's wrong with our water or like we all got an eye right in the middle of our four. It's not us. You can take all of this football that they've been playing here and put it in New York, L.A., Chicago, and it's going to still be bad because of what is on the field. So this fan base, if they see progression, if they see six, seven, eight wins, and then three or four more where this team is fighting, then they'll know that they got the right guy. Trust me. They, they've they been losing. Shaq Khan has had uh, 10 years of Jaguars football, and he's had uh, one winning season. And guess hmm. what? people still filled that stadium up this year because of hope.
0: And and because of Trevor Lawrence. All right, give me one name that you have your eye on going, okay, I think this could be the guy for Jacksonville to turn this thing around.
3: Uh, I, it's hard to give you one. For me, the, the stable answer is Jim Caldwell because he's a quarterback whisperer. He's a common effect. He's a great delegator of authority. And he's the type of guy that could stabilize the franchise. Some big names that people are talking about is are obviously Josh McDaniels. You're hearing that name, but he probably is going to turn it down because him and Bill ain't going to separate from each other. And bringing home Byron Leftwich, who's the offensive coordinator working with the goat down in Tampa. So that's it.
0: Coming up, how do the Rams field a team with 25 players on the COVID list? Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the perfect treat this holiday season. You're going to eat a lot of things that are delicious that might, might make you feel less than stellar. And that's okay. Listen, the holidays are for enjoying yourselves. Everyone should be enjoying the holidays. It's great. Enjoy yourselves. Hashtag treat yourself. We don't do that anymore. But hashtag treat yourself. It's okay. Do that. But there are plenty of times when you can have something delicious that doesn't make you feel guilty about it. That doesn't make you feel like, oh, why did I do that? Bilt Bar is that thing. They've got delicious flavors, cookies and cream, peanut butter, brownie, double chocolate. If you like a little fruit, raspberry, cherry, it gives you that extra fuel to power through a Family situation that maybe you're not super into. <laughs> we we talk about that a lot with Thanksgiving, Christmas can be the same kind of way. Other holidays, listen, I understand. Built bar is delicious and good for you. That's what you need to know about built bar. And I've been telling you about it for I mean years now, years. The chocolate, you know, the holiday season is about sweets. It's about Treating yourself, but also giving yourself something that is good for your body. And that's what built is all about. High in protein, high in fiber, low in fat, low in net carbs, low in sugar. Go to built.com and use promo code lock15 to get 15% off your order. That's built.com and the promo code LOCK15 to get
2: 15%
0: off your order.
2: Agree or disagree. This is the cue of the day. Coming off
0: an enormous win over the Arizona Cardinals on Monday, the LA Rams come into this week's game against the Seattle Seahawks down 25 players in COVID protocols, trying to figure out how they are going to field a team this weekend. Joining me now from locked on Rams, it's Sosa Kermendous and Sosa. This is a remarkable situation that, that the NFL is dealing with the Browns are dealing with it. the, The NBA is dealing with it. And by the way, Everyone around the world is dealing with Omicron and everything that comes with it. What are the chances that in a
4: situation like this, a game is postponed because of COVID? Yeah, you know, according to the NFL, it doesn't seem like it's likely. But in my opinion, I think it at least has to be like 50% right now. And it feels like, you know, the majority of this matchup, the Rams, the Seahawks coming up in this contest here, Uh, It feels like the majority of it is felt on one side, which is, of course, the Rams side, 25 players. Uh, But now it's starting to affect the Seahawks as well. They're going to miss Tyler Lockett, one of these wide or, you know, he's tested positive. So we'll see if he ends up missing this game. But there's two or three players on their side as well now. Um, And I'm kind of stepping back to see how this is going to unfold. I think right now it's unfair, really, if you play this game. But at the same time the NFL is going to do everything in their power to not reschedule this game. So I would say it's at 50%. In my opinion, when it comes to the NFL and the actual legitimacy here, I would say it's more like 80, 20, 80 in favor of they will play this game. I don't think they care too much. You look at the Cleveland's Brown, uh, Cleveland Browns game there. They might have a, a third string quarterback starting for them and the NFL doesn't mm-hmm. seem to care much. So, um, you know, they, they have their, you know, contingencies and how they kind of want to go about it. So I don't blame them, but, um, it's just unfortunate because you want to see these teams at full strength. The Rams have a lot to play for in the NFC West, uh, but it seems like they will be down at least a lot of players, maybe, you know, the majority of these players, which is really unfortunate.
0: The NFL announced, uh, alterations to the protocols that would allow players to play if they are testing negative one test negative, And if they test negative the day of the game, this is a change from the old, Protocols. This feels like a concession right now so that they don't have to make any changes to the schedule. But do you think these changes, which could help some of these guys who are in protocols, get back for a game on Sunday? Do you think
4: they go far enough to address this problem? I think it's definitely a step in the right direction. You know, you look at some of these players and the NFL basically put these guys in positions to uh, where they had to get vaccinated. Like, let's just call it what it is. That's kind of where they are, right? You know, they're, they're not going to want to forfeit game checks and all these kind of things. So essentially, they had to get vaccinated. And there's only one player on the ramps right now that is not vaccinated. And according to head coach Sean McVay, every single player that tested positive prior to today. So, you know, the last few we'll see. Was vaccinated, so every one of these guys does have a chance to you know meet this protocol and eventually get back into this contest. Of course, I'm sure the majority of them probably still won't be able to make it, that's kind of what I'm assuming. I don't really know what the case is going to be here, uh, but I think it's definitely a step in the right direction in the sense that okay, if they have you know 60 of that roster, 70 of that roster, maybe you go ahead of the, w- with this game and you feel decent about what you're kind of putting out there, but um, you know, at the end of the day, it's still kind of unfortunate because. You got the Seahawks who are kind of fighting for their playoff lives at this point. They can't really afford to lose any more games. The Rams in the similar sense, in the sense that, you know, they want to fight for this NFC West title. They can't really afford to lose games either. It just sucks that you don't get these teams at full strength. But at the same time, there's just not that much that anyone can do about it. I think the NFC or the NFL is going to want to go about it like the way that they want to. Um, And they've kind of adjusted these rules, like you mentioned, which is good news for the Rams. I guess they might get some of these players back, but at the same time, you got to expect at least a handful of these guys, if not 10 to 15 of these guys may not be available. And that's just unfortunate for a team that really needs a win this week.
0: And finally, Justin Thomas and his dad, Mike, a former golf pro will be paired with tiger woods and his son, Charlie during the opening round of the PNC championship on Saturday. After practice rounds, Mike Thomas said this about tiger swing. It's crazy how good he's hitting it and how far he's hitting it for what he's been through in terms of competing I think his expectations are very low, but at the same time, he is who he is for a reason. So I'm sure he'll be pissed off if he doesn't play well. We, as an audience, as sports fans, will not be pissed off. We will be so, so glad to see Tiger Woods back out on a golf course, even in an event like this, and even if he plays poorly. Thanks for making Locked On today your first listen of the day. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Make your second list in Locked On bets. Download and subscribe free and available on all platforms. Coming up Monday, will the NFL season be decided based on health and safety, not talent? At least until tomorrow. Stay Locked On today.
2: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.